life is o'er, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. by and by I'll fly away well that's happy music and today is a happy day and uh, I would like to welcome to our from the shepherd to the sheep devotional time my protege young man who is being used greatly by the Lord here and many other places I'd like to introduce him to you at this time brother Tyler Candy God bless you brother Tyler there are many types of Jesus Christ in the Word of God, and by types, I don't mean different kinds. I instead mean examples or similarities between people. And one of those types of Christ is Joseph. Joseph in the Bible is a type of Christ. And in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20, we see an overview of Joseph's life before he died. And he's talking to his brothers and his family about what they did to him and the outcomes that there were. If you remember the story of Joseph, you remember that his brothers sold him into slavery. And he then went to Potiphar's house, and we've discussed that on a previous devotional. Um, but then he went on to go to Pharaoh and interpret his dream and save the land of Egypt from a famine. They had seven years of plenty, plenteousness and then went on seven years of famine. And it was so bad, they went through all of the, the wheat and the grain that Joseph had stored up, and they started selling up their houses and everything to Egypt, and that's how Egypt was able to build its empire. Um, but anyways, Joseph here in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20 talks to his brothers an overview of what happened, and we can see clearly here a type of Jesus Christ. Let's go ahead and start reading in verse 20 of Genesis chapter 50. Joseph speaking here, he says, But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. So let's start looking here and see what types of Jesus Christ we can see. And first off, he says, Ye meant it evil, uh, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. We can see the change here of evil to good because what happened in Joseph's life was similar to what happened in Jesus's life. He, he, he was sold into slavery. The brothers meant it for evil to get rid of him because they despised him and the dreams that he was having. Uh, but God meant it for good to put him in a place in Egypt to save his brothers, to save his family, and to save the whole entire land from famine. What about Jesus? Well, Jesus was sent here by God, the only begotten Son of, Jesus, of, of God, Jesus Christ, and he lived a perfectly sinless life for 30 years and then was crucified on the cross for you and for me and for our sins to pay the debt for our sins. But he rose victorious three days later from the grave. So what was meant for evil by the Jews to get rid of him 
was then actually meant for good because God had a plan. He had a plan and a program to save you and me from our sins through Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. He, he says, uh, to bring to pass that it is this day to save much people alive. I'm sure you can pretty much clearly understand here that Joseph's life was to save people from dying from the famine. Well, Jesus's life was to save people from dying forever. If you accept Jesus Christ today, you will have eternal life. Born again, that means that you will not die spiritually. You may still die physically because we have mortal bodies, but when you die physically, your spirit goes somewhere. And that's dependent on whether or not you've accepted Jesus Christ as your savior. If you have, then your spirit will live eternally in heaven gloriously next to Jesus Christ. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior before you die physically on this earth, then your spirit's gonna go to an eternal place of death and damnation called hell, and uh, that is not a place that you wanna go. So I implore you, if you aren't yet saved, to accept Jesus Christ today, and you'll have a chance to do that in a little bit. In verse 21, he says, Now therefore fear ye not, we don't have to fear anything in this world, because we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. We now have Jesus into our life. We don't have to fear what goes on. There's no need to get caught up in any of the latest fears that anybody's pushing, whether it's the media, the politicians, your friends, your family. You don't need to be afraid because you have Jesus Christ to protect you. Just like Joseph was telling his brothers, don't fear, don't fear. God put me in a place of good. And then he says, I will nourish you and your little ones. And then he says he will comfort them and speak kindly unto them. So Joseph is going to nourish his brothers and his little ones, just like we can get nourishment through the word of God when Jesus Christ ministers to, unto us and unto our little ones, and, and unto us maybe even as a spiritual little one, we get nourishment through the word of God and through the words that Jesus Christ has said and transcribed and coded and brought down to us and preserved in the word of God, we can have nourishment. So there's a specific type here of Jesus Christ in the life of Joseph summarized to us here in Genesis chapter 50 about uh, being thought of as evil, but God meant it unto good. And then he saved much people alive. We don't have to fear and we get nourishment from the life of Jesus Christ. Why am I saying all of this? This is important for us to understand because as we read the Word of God, especially the Old Testament, we have to look for Christ. But Christ can be found on every single page of the Word of God, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament. And we just have to look for it. And then why, why would we want to see this? What can it be applied to our life? Well, we have to understand that we are a sinner. We have to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior first and foremost, but then also that we can have no fear we can have understanding that God is going to protect us and that we can get nourishment through the word of God. And we also have a responsibility to then share that with somebody else. So I today am sharing this with you to encourage you, also to inform you, but then also to challenge you to then take this and share this with somebody else today. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Tyler, for those words. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you right now for the good devotional this morning that stirs our heart 
and encourages us. And touch everyone here who needs your intervention in their life. And while our head is bowed and our eyes are closed, if you've never received Christ as your Savior, right now would you pray from your heart something like this. Dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. Right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart as my personal Savior. Please take away my sins and take me to heaven when I die. And if you prayed that prayer, won't you let us know? And if you're leading someone to Christ, please share that with us as well. And right now, let's pray for others that have special needs. Father, I pray for the sick, the hurting, the needy, the burdened. Right now, will you intervene, come into their life and make a difference, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can sing it with me. Here we go. Ready? When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. All right. Oh, I'll fly away, oh, glory. I'll fly away in the morning when I die. Hallelujah, by and by. I'll fly away, fly away. Have a great day today. You're listening to From the Shepherd to the Sheep Daily Devotionals. This is a ministry of Central Baptist Church in Woodbridge, Virginia. If you would like to learn more about our ministries, you can find us online at cbcwoodbridge.org. You will also find many other helpful resources there, including preaching, devotionals, and songs. We thank you for listening to this devotional, From the Shepherd to the Sheep.